Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. This is the broadcast for February the 20th. In the year of our Lord, 2023, this is our two of two. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers, using the checks and balances brilliantly found in the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America. That is our guide. That is the supreme law, by the way. And any mandates to conflict with that supreme law are null and void. The pretend legislation, folks. We've got an incredible broadcast today. It's a two-hour special. Myself. Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com, and Tom Hovland. And Tom is a freelance data analyst. And uh, we need to understand today is President's Day, celebrated annually in the U.S. on the third Monday of February. Started in 1879 to honor George Washington's birthday, ladies and gentlemen. I really think you ought to learn more about the great general, his humble stance in everything that he did his God-fearing beliefs and efforts to create the greatest country on the face of the earth with the checks and balances uh, we speak so fondly of. Now, talking to Tom, we discussed last hour several things. A Midwestern doctor, Substack is where you can find that. Just look on Substack for a Midwestern doctor. You can get articles on the discussion point today. Look, in conjunction with well-known multimillionaire Steve Kirsch, Tom has conducted a nationwide embalmer blood clot survey um, from December 22nd through January 23. So for basically a year, you know, it took a while to get this done. And the survey was sent out to the presidents of 30 state funeral director slash embalmer associations across the United States. Then it was asked if they'd distribute it to their members as well, directly to over 800 funeral homes in major cities across the country. And man, the data that came back was shocking. Over 80 embalmers verify white fibrous clots. Yeah. The appearance of these new clots correlate with the rollout of the vaccines. So embalmers are seeing these clots in a significant percentage of corpses, up to 50% in some cases. Now, we talked about that in detail. But you know what? The government is going for broke on this agenda. They redefined what vaccines are so that they can include these mRNA experimental gene, I don't know what you call them, therapies, RNA mutations, whatever term you want to use for this. But here's the proof it's getting worse. They're not stopping when they find out there's trouble. When the uh, um, database shows more and more and more harm and injury from vaccines, they're not in any way backing away when they find these blood clot concerns or even the vaccine companies admit some of these things. They're not slowing down or backing away one bit. Recently discovered and reported by Dr. Robert Malone. The United States federal government has now secretly been tracking those of us who didn't get the COVID jab 
or who are only partially jabbed, and they're doing it through a, quote, previously unknown surveillance program designed by the U.S. National Center for Health Statistics, NCAS. That's a division of the CDC. Now, Dr. Joseph Mercola is reporting this as well, along with Dr. Robert Malone. But here's the details, and then we'll talk about it. The program was implemented on April 1st, 2022, and adopted by most medical clinics, hospitals, across the United States starting January 2023. Under this program, doctors and clinics and hospitals have been instructed to ask patients about their vaccination status which is then added to their electronic record, medical records in a code. A diagnostic code, ladies and gentlemen, is what they're using for this. And so they'll just basically add this code to your file, right? It's known as ICD-10. So ICD-10. That way they can be tracked inside and outside of the medical system with this code. These new ICD-10 codes are part of the government's plan to implement medical tyranny using vaccine passports and digital IDs. The government is also tracking, quote, non-compliance with all other recommended vaccinations using subsets of the ICD-10 codes to describe why you didn't get a given vaccine, not just the COVID vaccine, but all of them. Why didn't you get them? Because they want to refer you to what's called vaccine safety counseling uh, if you didn't get the vaccines, well, for the right reasons. Uh, Anyway, this is sinister. The government has no authority. And I mentioned at the start of last hour, this is where the government's literally gone criminal. Tom, let's start with you. They've gone criminal, sir. This is out of control without any authority at all, violating your rights to privacy, uh, violating um, HIPAA, HIPAA. Vi- vi- violating everything. Doctor, or Tom first. Yeah, uh, Sam, you're right. It really is shocking. You know, the ICD codes were developed to for doctors to use to uh, basically document what in a simple form so it can be tracked in a database what maladies you have right what sicknesses you have well the fact that you're not taking a vaccine that you're unvaccinated that's not a malady that's a choice that you just don't want to get the shot you're not but hold on so they're, not they're trying, trying to make it they're, they're trying tra- to make it a malady though is the point yeah they're tracking your non-compliance so i cannot think of any benign innocent explanation why they'd ever want to do that the only things i could think of are sinister <laughs> that, that, that would be the reason why they want to do that to potentially like you say deny you benefits deny you some kind of services you know we've already seen uh, people that uh, wanted to get like transplants if they refuse to take the vaccine then the hospital would refuse to uh the doctors would refuse to go along with doing the transplant surgery you know this is this could get really sinister Dr. Bradley? Well, absolutely. Uh, this is, it's interesting to me that um, back in 1996, uh, you know, right, remember that guy Bill Clinton was in office, they passed this Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act, okay, HIPAA. And, and really, in spite of everything that they say about it, it was really to prevent anybody from ever being able to say, 
are you HIV positive or do you have AIDS? I mean, this was a, and, and you know, the uh, activities and behaviors that uh, are so closely tied until at least we started getting HIV from the shots. But uh, and previously, the uh, uh, it was basically, I think, a homosexual protection act to make sure that nobody could ever ask, are you infected with these HIV, AIDS kind of things? It was protecting them from scrutiny. I mean, you couldn't be denied, I mean, you, you couldn't, be denied a job because of it. You couldn't be denied any, any care or anything like that. I mean, they were protecting a disease or a set of diseases that uh, we could argue were largely the government was involved in anyway. But the fact of the matter is, HIPAA was there to prevent the gathering of data in regards to some of these maladies. Nowadays, it's totally, completely flipped. They are now saying, Oh, you've got to demonstrate compliance with the uh, with the jab, or somehow there's going to be some kind of negative uh, tracking that goes on with you. Again, a total flip of the HIPAA thing, and and it's getting worse though because the more we have governmentized, I don't know a better term, because the government has taken more and more control of our health care, and the Obamacare thing is alive and well in spite of what everybody will say. But the Obamacare stuff is making this worse because here's here's why. People are going to say, oh, no, we've got to know this stuff because, you know, taxpayers are paying for your health care. And we've got to make sure that, that you do things that will prevent you from having any sort of uh, medical expense that we taxpayers are going to have to pay for. And so th they justify it every way to Sunday that they possibly can when the whole process is unconstitutional and completely a violation of, you know, the Fourth Amendment, for example. Oh, but the Fourth Amendment went away under the USA Patriot Act when George, uh, George uh, W. Bush and his cronies in Congress sent that through at cyclonic speed after the 9-11 uh, incidents in 2001. All of these things, the NSA database that's being put together, it, kind of in our backyard, Sam, with the... Uh, supercomputers that are using up all our water in Utah, all of these things are happening for a purpose. And, and these things, it's not by accident. And and we need to understand we're on a, a, a fast track to destroying all of the liberties, all of the things that our founding fathers offered to us. And, and I'll just give you a little quotation here because I just, I don't know... <laughs> what it could be other than purposeful. Here's what Thomas Jefferson said. Single acts of tyranny may be ascribed to the accidental opinion of a day, but a series of oppressions begun at a distinguished period and pursued unalterably through every change of ministers too plainly prove a deliberate, systematical plan of reducing us to slavery. All of these things have that absolute end game in sight and the narrative is spun every time they get a chance, but it's still got the purpose. And when we get uh, back, purpose. we'll have Tom Hoviland, freelance data analyst, uh, talk about this more. Because, look, why is it hard for Tom to get this evidence to those who should care most? That's very strange indeed. Liberty Roundtable Live continues in seconds on your favorite news the network refuse to use station. 
Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Tom Hobbyland with us. We're talking about his incredible research study. He went out and researched a bunch of embalmers. Yeah, funeral homes, etc. And they've got strange, weird, fibrous clots in people's bloods that are dead. And uh, some of the researchers, some of the um, embalmers and everything have even tied it to saying, hey, whenever I see these weird clots, I ask if somebody's been vaccinated. And the, 100% of the answer is yes. Why is it so hard to get this data to be looked at by the government. They're the ones claiming, look, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention is supposed to protect us. The FDA is supposed to protect us. The WHO's supposed to protect us. I mean, I can keep going on. The National Institutes of Health and all these government organizations that spend a gazillion dollars in tax money, every one of them seems to be turning a blind eye uh, to this. Why is this so hard to get to the table for discussion? See, that, along with Dr. Bradley's quote um, from Jefferson, really brings up some concerns, Tom. Absolutely, Sam. And, you know, I think follow the money is probably a good place to start, right? Big Pharma has invested billions with a B, billions and billions of dollars into this mRNA technology using the lipid nanoparticle delivery system. And like I said earlier, that's why they were tooling a lot of their future medications and drugs using the same te technology. Do you think for a moment that they want to reverse course and shut that all down if it's determined that that particular way of delivering drugs is dangerous to the human body, which indicates, you know, we've seen not just these white fibrous clots, but we've seen myocarditis, we've seen nerve damage, we've seen miscarriages, we've seen all kinds of negative side effects coming from these mRNA vaccines. And they're in a pickle now because they have to 
trying to push that all under the under the rug and pretend it's not happening. And unfortunately, I think I hate to say it, but I think a lot of our FDA and our government officials that are supposed to be regulating these folks have been bought off, have been uh, bought by big pharma. And, you know, you've seen rubber stamping of things like approval of these vaccines, the COVID ones, for example, for for children. Whereas in other countries, for example, in Denmark, they're not allowing the COVID vaccine for anybody under the age of 50. They think it's too dangerous to give to anybody under the age of 50. But yet here in the USA, you can shoot up your six-month-old, your three-year-old toddler with these same COVID vaccines, the very same. And let me stop you for a second, Tom, and ask this. Have they ever really jettisoned the experimental vaccines? Because they played games with with, uh, words. They played games with vaccines. They supposedly uh, said, well, now we've moved from the experimental to the approved vaccine, but yet then they, the approved was never made. Uh, what's up with that story? Yeah, it's my understanding that the approved version, like you say, has never been uh, available to the public. The only approved version was the Comirnaty that was produced by Pfizer. And I, it's my understanding that they pulled that off the market the day after it was approved. And the reason they wanted to do that is Big Pharma, by doing that, they're allowed to still operate under an emergency use authorization, an EUA authority, which we're still under now, two years plus into these vaccines. They're still operating as if they're an emergency use authorization, and it gives them liability protection. And now they've got additional liability protection because they've got it on the, ch- on the child vaccine schedule. So now big farmers protecting themselves as to not being able to get sued by any injuries or deaths that occur from their products. So they're sitting pretty. Meanwhile, the American public is, you know, continuing to take these shots. The good news is, Sam and Scott, is that Americans have done a complete flip on the jabs. I don't know if you realize this, but I was checking the CDC's uh, vaccination tracker status site last week, and it shows that 80% of American adults over the age of 18 did take the primary series, the first couple of jabs. So that's four out of every five Americans took these jabs when they came out. The good news is, however, that less than 20%, it's about 19% of Americans over the age of 18 have taken the latest Omicron bivalent booster shot, the one that came out on Labor Day of last year. So it's been out there for five months and it's still being pushed hard by, you know, Rochelle Lewinsky at the CDC and the FDA. But despite that, only one out of five Americans have taken the the latest shot. So I think they're finally starting to get the picture, right? They've gone from four out of five taking the shots to less than one out of five taking the shots. Because they realize, hey, I take this shot, I catch COVID anyways, I, you know, it doesn't stop the transmission, and they're starting to hear more about these nasty side effects, and they may, may, may even know somebody who's suffering from a side effect or somebody who was actually killed by the vaccine. So the word, Americans are voting by not rolling up their sleeves. Dr. Bradley? Well, you know... Um, this whole thing has been a bought and paid for agenda. It hasn't been just an agenda. I don't think it's just a narrative. It is a storyline. And, and you know, uh, we look at the fact that y- you look at this, these uh, agencies within the U.S. government, these alphabet soup things that are unconstitutional, the FDA, the CDC, the NIH, all those guys, along with all the other alphabet soup guys we could talk about, they're all, uh, it's a revolving door between them and Big Pharma. I mean, uh, you know, the big senior execs go over to CDC or the NIH or the FDA for a while. Then when they get their agenda fulfilled there, they roll back into a big paying job in the NIH, I mean, excuse me, into the the big pharma ranks, okay? 
It is absolutely self-serving to the nth degree. Then you look at the uh, the way the media has completely bought and paid for by the pharma. If you pay any attention at all, I know most people tune it out when the commercials come on, but the fact is that the the big commercials that are played all across the board are agendizing the networks because that's where their big bucks come from. And it's all pharma money. Not all, but a very high percentage of them. If it's not a car uh, commercial, it's a pharma commercial. And so uh, then you get the uh, the big organizations within the, uh, you know, the executive branch that they have a news conference or whatever. And that's the thing, uh, you know, people talk about lies, lies, and more damned lies. That's a kind of a twisted version of what Mark Twain said originally, lies, damned lies, and statistics. And so they, they get a, if they hold a news conference, you can almost be certain they're trying to spin something a certain way. And, and what I'm thinking is we need more independent researchers, more that are willing to say, I'm going to look at this. Because uh, I, I'm a little concerned, Sam, if the FDA or the CDC or anybody started doing the analysis on this, the truth would be lost in the analysis. Now, when I first started my graduate work, I had to take some statistics stuff. And I know some people, they love it. Mm. But I sure don't. <laughs> But the point is, well, I had a very irreverent professor at the time. The book that he had us read, uh, it's out of print now, is called How to Lie with Statistics. And it wasn't to, to train us how to lie with statistics, but to show how they could be manipulated and spun in order to be able to show actual differences in what the real truth was. And so these people are, are very expert at this. I think we need more guys like our guest that's out there doing... Uh, his independent analysis, we need to spread this far and wide because I think it's going to get lost in the spin with news conferences and, and official documentation and news reports that are bought and paid for by pharma, and we're not going to get the truth ever unless we... Well, but we and do so Donald Trump was supposedly a liberty-minded guy. Uh, Donald yeah. Trump was the guy that fast-tracked the vax in the first place. Uh, he told a little bit of truth along the way, tried to kind of distance himself from whacked out Tony Fauci and others, but it really uh, didn't get very far. He kind of doubled down in defense of vaccinations. He still does. Shame on Donald for that. Um, the question, though, for our guest, Tom, though, is have we been able to get this to people like uh, Donald Trump and others so that they can evaluate and get educated and possibly speak out? If Donald's not deep state, then he should be uh, you know, willing to at least give this a look. Right, Tom? Uh, absolutely. I have not tried to give this information particularly to, to Donald Trump, but you're right. He's been a little bit disappointing on his defense of the uh, of the jabs. He did, though, to his defense, remember early on, tried to uh, bring up the potential to use hydroxychloroquine, but he got shouted down very quickly for that. So, you know, early on, uh, he did make an attempt to uh, try to take a look at therapeutics. But, you know, you, you asked the question earlier about, um, as we were talking about the ICD codes, uh, the doctors ask you, well, is there something mentally wrong with you if you decided you don't want to get the COVID vaccine? I would think just the opposite. I would think the people who got the COVID vaccine ought to be a little embarrassed now for, for, for why they got it. You know, after all the different lies that they told us about the vaccine. You know, first of all, they, they, uh, they told you that if you got the shot, you couldn't catch COVID. Wrong. You know, they told you you couldn't transmit it to others if you got the shot. Wrong. 
They didn't tell you that you need endless boosters. You know, they, 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 you, actually, you thought the shot was going to last forever. So you got into the series of all these booster shots. They didn't tell you about all the nasty side effects when you got the first jabs. That was, you know, a live omission. They lied about the lethality of the virus. It's actually a very mild virus, you know, more like a uh, kind of a, a, just a bad flu as opposed to being something like, you know, smallpox in terms of its lethality. They told you the shot would stay in your arm. That was wrong. They told you the shot would leave your system after a week or so. That was wrong. It stays in your body for months. They, they said it was safe for pregnant women. You know, there was all kinds of lies. So. Yeah, they even said stuff like this, ladies and gentlemen. They said stuff like, you know what? The vaccine is the only way that you're not a, not a threat to others. We'll talk about that in a second with Tom and Dr. Bradley on your radio. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. President Biden going to Poland left a day early with a surprise visit to Kiev, Ukraine this morning. You know, one year later, Kiev stands and Ukraine stands. Democracy stands. The Americans stand with you and the world stands with you. U.S. officials are warning China against supplying Russia with military arms and ammunition. Concerns that China was considering providing the advanced weapons to Russia first surfaced in meetings between officials late last year. U.S. officials put their Chinese counterparts on notice in video conferences and in-person meetings that China is nearing a red line in assisting Russia's invasion. A big storm is on the way beginning in the northwest tomorrow and will transverse the country. William Churchill, meteorologist with the National Weather Service. So this is a really dynamic system. There's going to be a lot of water, and, and that, that temperature gradient is going to be pretty tight. So while it will be mostly rain for Chicago, you'll have that you know crippling snowstorm not too far to the north and west. Independent Bernie Sanders is praising Democrat President Biden. Senator Bernie Sanders is praising President Biden for his growth as a politician. I think he is a much more progressive president than he was a United States senator. That's what the Vermont Independent said during an appearance on CBS's Face the Nation. Sanders called the American Rescue Plan one of the most significant pieces of legislation for the working class in the modern history of America. He added he'll be supporting Biden if he chooses to run for re-election in 2024. I think the American Rescue Plan was, in fact, one of the most significant pieces of legislation for the working class in this country in the modern history of America. I'm Julio Flores. Thanks for listening. It's well appreciated. This is USA News. Attention, small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You may be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee to the employee retention credit. Call Omega Accounting Solutions to see if your business is eligible to recover payroll tax pay during the pandemic. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute consultation to determine your qualifications. Call Omega Accounting Solutions at 800-309-ERC. Omega's knowledgeable staff will streamline the process of filing complicated paperwork. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. CPAs even turn to Omega for ERC guidance. Take advantage of this exclusive small business tax credit before it's too late. The three-year sunset deadline is setting soon. 
So find out if you qualify today. Call 800-309-ERC. That's 800-309-ERC. Or visit OmegaTaxCredits.com. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. This is serious, folks. I've got a question. Okay, they told you that, you know what, if you were not vaccinated, you were a threat to society. That was, I think, the biggest lie told. Because, you know what, it's those who are vaccinated that are a threat to society via their shedding, via the illness they present. Now we're seeing more deaths from those who are vaccinated than not. But it was the biggest lie told because those who were not vaccinated actually through natural immunity have a greater chance of life survival and not spreading the disease more so than vaccinated tom absolutely correct and you know the other telltale sign early that 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 had me very suspicious about what they were doing was like i said earlier they poo-pooed ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine without really giving them a good uh, test If, if they were worried about that they could have done some randomized control trials to prove whether they worked or not they they actually rigged the system and they set those trials up for hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin to provide them late and in the wrong dosages to make them fail you can set up an, an experiment to make it fail if that's what you want they needed to have uh, those early treatments fail in order for them to get the emergency use authorization for the vaccine because if any therapy actually was already out there that worked, and especially one that's cheap, then uh, they never would have been able to get emergency use authorization for the vaccines themselves. So the whole thing just smells, it stinks to high heaven. And I think as a result of that, I think a lot, hundreds of thousands of Americans and maybe millions around the world died because they were denied early treatments. And then when they got in the hospital, all they were given was remdesivir, which is a kidney killer, and then put on a ventilator. And, you know, it was basically a coin flip as to whether they walk out of the hospital or not it's a it's a shame it's a it's a real uh, stain on our entire medical system and i understand it when people these days are afraid to go to the hospital afraid now to have trust even in their own doctors all right here's joe biden ladies and gentlemen he literally attacks those who are not vaccinated with an absolute blatant lie straight from the pit of hell here's joe my message to unvaccinated americans is this what more is there to wait for what more do you need to see we've made vaccinations free safe and convenient the vaccine is fda approval over 200 million americans have gotten at least one shot we've been patient but our patience is wearing thin and your refusal has cost all of us so please do the right thing but just don't take it from me. Me, Listen to the voices of unvaccinated Americans who are lying in hospital beds, taking their final breath, saying, if only I'd gotten vaccinated. If only. It's a tragedy. Please don't let it become yours. The second piece of my plan is continuing to protect the vaccinated. For the vast majority of you, have gotten vaccinated. I understand your anger at those who haven't gotten vaccinated. I understand the anxiety about getting a breakthrough case. But as the science makes clear, 
If you're fully vaccinated, you're highly protected from severe illness, even if you get COVID-19. All right, let's just stop there. So he lied on so many fronts. He says the science is clear. He literally shames the unvaccinated. He literally mocks and blames anybody's illness or death on the fact that they're not vaccinated. He literally lied. Tom, I'm calling for Nuremberg trials here. Uh, This president, so-called, literally is a flat-out criminal. Yeah, uh, he did definitely uh, not tell the truth there. One of the reasons I was so confident when I sent my email that got me fired from my job in October of 2021, the first year that the vaccines were out, by the fall of that year, we knew very well from data that we had coming in from the UK, they put out a, a document every week or two called the technical briefing on the COVID variants. And in their technical briefing 23 that was dated, I think September 17th of uh, 2021, they had a table in their table five that showed 157,000 fully vaccinated people had uh, resulted in, that had uh, Delta cases during that, uh, from February of that year through the middle of September. So about a nine month period. Out of the uh, 157,000 people who caught COVID that were fully vaccinated, 1,600 of those people died. During that same time period, there were 250,000 cases of full of unvaccinated people catching COVID, but of those, only 722 of those people died. So the case fatality rate for the fully vaccinated was actually higher. It was 1.08 as opposed to 0.28 percent for the uh, for the uh, unvaccinated. So. Yeah, and and there there was actually 12,000 people during that time period that actually had to go to the hospital out of the 600,000 cases of Delta in the UK. So that's about 2%. So about 2% of everybody that that caught uh, COVID, the Delta variant, actually had to go and stay at least an overnight stay in the hospital. Of those 12,000 people, 6,000 were fully vaccinated, 6,000 were unvaccinated. It was a 50-50 split. It wasn't a 90-10 or a 99-1. to It wasn't a pandemic of the unvaccinated. It was, it was, you know, they were lying to us. And the, and the UK numbers proved that at that time. So it was just an out-and-out, bald-faced lie. Yeah, but I say it's beyond a lie, though. When you use your weight as president of the United States, when you use your influence putting top CDC doctors, top FDA doctors, top WHO doctors, top national health or NVIC, whatever, health groups, um, you put all these people together, And the weight of, remember, if you're an employer and an employee relationship or anything else, when you have something over someone, a doctor-patient relationship, the crime becomes tenfold because you're using your influence, your professional status, your um, whatever you want to call it, your status over somebody, whatever, greater authority, greater whatever, to literally force people to do things that now we have proven. Even Pfizer admits, everybody admits, proven, even Bill Gates speaks out against uh, the clot shot to some degree now to where they know full well it was absolute fraud but here's the problem not only are they not having any accountability for it which i say is criminal i think i think joe is a criminal okay he used his authority over someone to force the it's like sexual abuse you know of an employer versus an employee or something we are in, in the military when you use your lording over somebody's status it's a gazillion times worse why aren't we prosecuting at this stage though this is criminal. There's no way to say it any other way, Tom. Yeah. Um, in fact, 
It's funny you mention that because just this last week I received a book, a new book put out by Steve Dace and Daniel Horowitz called The Rise of the Fourth Reich. And that book actually is written in the format of a Nuremberg II type trial with an opening statement, closing statement, and then witnesses in between that come forward in the chapters of the book that present the case that of exactly what you're talking about. And I, I personally believe that unless we severely punish people like Dr. Fauci, Peter Daszak, uh, even people like Rochelle Lewinsky, who were complicit in this crime against humanity, that it's going to happen again. That we need, you know, it's not just enough to say, hey, for them to even admit my bad, which they, they haven't even gone that far to, to, to say that they were wrong. But to put these people on trial and have severe punishments to ensure that this no, never happens again. Dr. Bradley, I don't know how to state it more boldly than this, but I'm telling you right now, this is criminal. This isn't where, well, they really were just trying to prevent a panic. They were trying to prevent people from getting harmed. No, they're evidence to double down, ignore Tom's evidence, double down, ignore reality, force vaccine passports, still force people to take the vaccinations, still intimidate and browbeat and use their authority over everybody. This is beyond criminal, doctor. There's no other way to deal with this. At the close of World War II, they held, I mean, most of your audience is probably aware of this, but there may be some joining us and somewhere through their lives they've never heard of it but the close of world war ii they were they found these things that had gone on under the ss the Josef mengels and those kind of guys in world war ii the angel of death they called him uh they they did these nuremberg trials uh it was a, a trial to say no you you had crime against humanity and th so out of that you know they had a lot of executions and i think that we ought to reinstitute that and I think that people, I mean, you look at what Joe Biden said. I mean, that ought to go down as a study in how many lies can be told in the briefest uh, piece of per period of time. I mean, every single statement out of his mouth was a lie. But going back to the Nuremberg Code, after they had done these trials of these Nazis and their atrocious activities, they came out with a code. And point number one, I'll just quote a little bit of it, and, and every single step of the Nuremberg Code has been violated. Give you a little statement out of this number one. We don't need to go through and hold the trial today, but I do believe we absolutely need it and that we should reinstitute the execution of those that carried out, and they were death sentences upon people that it sh should have never died. And it sounds like we've got to take another break, Sam. Yeah, you know what? Let's skip the break and go straight to Tom. Tom, this is what we're talking about, though, and I, I know people might be a little hesitant on how bold I am about this, but look, if they were just um, going along with their agenda, believing that they were correct on a topic, I might say, okay, we have a different opinion. Let's agree to disagree agreeably. Okay, I can accept that they have different views, that they're scientific researchers, and we may not come to all the same conclusions. I get all that. I respect all that. I have every willingness to accept their uh, point of view, whether I believe it or not, as their point of view, they have every right to believe and think as they want to. But I draw the line, though, when the COVID bureaucracy from Dr. Fauci on down has spent two years preaching lies, censoring anyone who challenges those lies. And then they uh, admit the same truths that we've been telling you all along. They first censored us. Now they're acting like, though, if we speak out against the vaccines like they're doing in California, doctors are losing their licenses. You literally aren't even allowed to have your own view or opinion as a professional anymore and or do research and draw your own conclusions that differ from the government 
forced narrative. See, that's where I think the criminality begins, though. It's one thing to have a difference of opinion. Look, you and I looked at this and we think differently. But when you start to force this agenda down the throat, anybody who dissents loses their you know, right to free speech or their professional license. So you basically smash their bread bowl. They can't make a living anymore. Uh, we're talking about different ball game now, sir. Absolutely. And, you know, just the fact that they, the lies led to people actually being severely injured by the vaccine or being killed. So that, that, you know, we're talking about really serious crimes here, right? The fact, like you say, they were they were denying early treatments like hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin with zinc. Um, it was just, and I want to go back to I was re actually reading about the Nuremberg trials the other day that uh, Dr. Scott was talking about. I believe you know they had a separate trial for the military, then they had this other trial for the doctors, and there was 23 uh, that were put on trial in that in 1947, I believe, and three of them were bureaucrats, but 20 of them were actual physicians, were doctors. And of those 20, 16 were found guilty. Um, nine of them were sentenced to 10 years or more in prison. And there were seven of them that were hanged until the, uh, by the neck until they were dead. One of the interesting things is uh, Joseph Mengele, who's probably the most famous of them all, actually escaped. He escaped to Bavaria and I think finally uh, spent the rest of his life living in Brazil. He, died, he didn't die until 1979. So they never got Mengele. But uh, they did the try, like I said, and, and convicted 16, of which seven did hang. And it showed the seriousness of the situation. And, and, and like you said, they've, they've been lying to us about this, and they've been suppressing the truth. And uh, we just got to make sure that doesn't happen anymore. And we, and well, we need let me to give you a, have severe Let me give you a couple of quick things that could help. I agree with the punishments 100%. But let me just point this out. You know what? They, ivermectin, for example. Look, I'm telling you right now, ivermectin saved my life. I was on oxygen. I had COVID. I had COVID literally for 30 days. I couldn't hardly get up. I couldn't hardly walk. Uh, I couldn't breathe without oxygen. The second you take my oxygen off, it would drop to like 60 in 10 seconds. Uh, and the second I got ivermectin, believe it or not, for me, it turned around. Within hours, I was off oxygen. Now, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, other protocols helped. Oxygen was key. I went to the hospital twice. The reason I didn't stay and get put on a vent is because, believe it or not, I had an oxygen concentrator at home, so they let me go home. But there are so many things. Oxygen, by the way, is illegal. you got to have a prescription to have oxygen. So when they won't let you take ivermectin, ivermectin or have oxygen, when they don't encourage vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc, they're literally suppressing intentionally everything that could protect you or save you as well, Dr. Bradley. Oh, so many strings to pull on, Sam. I mean, the Nuremberg thing, doctors complicit in this whole thing. Did you know that doctors had a much higher uh, uh, join rate to the Nazi party, uh, nearly 50% of them by 1945, than any other profession? Physicians were seven times more likely to join the SS than any other employed German males. Nurses were major collaborators. This kind of stuff, it, it was absolutely criminal that went on under the Nazi regime. And it's been replayed in the United States. The United States had more than a 45% higher death rate than any other nation on earth. Not just mm, picking cherry pickers or anything like that. We had a 45% higher death rate per million population 
than any other nation on earth. And it then when you look at the, the protocols brutalities. in the hospital, we've had nurses and everybody else who spoke out, just like Tom's doing, who said, look, this rendesivir is a death sentence. These putting everybody on these vents are death sentences. Why did Donald go ahead and produce a gazillion ventilators, but yet we couldn't produce oxygen concentrators and keep people out of the hospital? Look, you use an oxygen concentrator. You literally give people vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc. You literally give people ivermectin. You literally give the people the ability to have oxygen outside of the hospital. Uh, you let people, for example, have ivermectin, and, and there's other solutions too. And then you let other people get, um, oh, what are those called? Uh, lactated ringers is what they can give you when you get super dehydrated that, that provides some um, nutrients and it's more than just saline solution, but they're called lactated ringers. You give people that and stuff like that. Most people could be treating this at home and doing very well and never even touch a vent. So out of the, what do they say, a 1% or less COVID likelihood that you're going to get it and die? But yet then they won't let any of these out of hospital options when they claim the hospitals are being overwhelmed. Then they build a hospital offshore in New York that eventually treated nobody and then eventually closed down and they act like the hospitals are overrun but you could do my my point and you could teach the average joe to do 90 percent of that care for the sick in their own homes inexpensively save lives you could create support lines to have physicians and experts uh, help with the more complicated cases i'm just a redneck tom but i've come up with those solutions all on my own is this like the incredible think tank or what what is up with these people except they're criminal and they have an agenda. Yeah, it was shocking, wasn't it, gentlemen, the fact that when the observational data came in showing how poorly the protocols were working and how they should not have denied early treatments, uh, they doubled down. They didn't. They, a, a person who was being honest would have said, oh, we got a reverse course. This isn't working, right? They didn't do that. They doubled down. They, you know, when they uh, found out that the shots weren't stopping people from catching it and transmitting it to others, they should have said, we're going to cease and desist with the mandates. There's no reason to have mandates anymore to get the shot if, it's, if it doesn't stop you from, from catching it or transmitting it to others. But they didn't do that. They did just the opposite. They, they mandated harder. They locked down harder. They, they suppressed the news even more, which to me shows nothing but ill intent. How else can you explain that other than ill intent? Uh, and this actually gets to the larger issue. This is not just a medical freedom issue. This is a freedom issue that we've seen the last two or three years. The fact yeah, that they, they destroyed the economy to, over it and everything else, right? They said, oh, we got yes, to not let kids go to school. Now we find out kids aren't even hardly negatively affected at all, and schools should have stayed open the whole time. Everything they've done was wrong, as Dr. Bradley quoted. If there's one or two things they do, it might be a misstep. But when there's a train of usurpations or abuses, or there's a, a freight train of going along with the same agenda towards tyranny, it can't be an accident. Tom? Yeah, and I was watching a video today. Uh, Miss Katie Hopkins is a big freedom lover over in the UK. I, I, you probably know who Katie is. Yes, I know who she, she is. She yep. was uh, going to a protest. Yeah, she, they were doing a protest in Oxford. Oxford wants to become this 15-minute city where the whole uh, the, the, the legislature has voted to have these 15-minute zones which you're not allowed to travel out of without special permission. And they want to institute this. Yeah, you can get a day pass if you're a good guy. Exactly. So the tyranny is there. You can see what's happening. And it's not just happening in the medical realm. It's happening throughout our entire society. And they're gonna, the, the, the tyrants are going to want to find a way to lock you down, to, to squash you, to make you feel small, right, and powerless. And we've got to fight back as, as good Americans. 
and, and people around the world against this tyranny. Dr. Bradley? You know, the, uh, the whole effort has been to completely destroy society as we know it and reinstitute, as, as the World Economic Forum talks about, the, the Great Reset. And that's where we're going with this. And, and when you control someone's health, when you control the environment, when you control the economy, I mean, <laughs> Hamilton talked about it a couple of times in the Federalist Papers. If you control a man's subsistence, you control the man. And that's exactly where we're going with this, kinds of thing, this kind of thing. Again, we need the Nuremberg trials. They need to happen soon. Uh, these people are not getting any younger. I mean, whether it's a Joe Biden or a, an Anthony Fauci or whomever it is, none of these people are getting any younger. And I really, truly believe that the what they did at, at the Nuremberg trials afterwards with the physician uh, being called on the on the spot, ultimately and finally, these people need to be held responsible. It's un-American to give people a pass. We have uh, things like uh, impeachment that we can do where people in office. But even when you're impeached and removed from office, you still get to face the courts for your criminal activity. And this idea of giving people immunity for taking out, it could doing anything they did in this complete facade that was carried out against the entire world. But in the United States, it was particularly onerous because every single modality was, was fully enforced. We had the maximum enforcement on everything that we could get and we still had a 45%, more than 45%, higher death rate per million of population than any other nation on earth because we were determined to death spiral this whole country. And it's, it's, it's got to stop. I mean, the warning shot across the bow would be a Nuremberg-type uh, trial system. You know, let's use American jurisprudence. Let's do due process. All of the things that are part of the American uh, philosophy but there should be an accountability that says we will never go down this path again. I think what Tom quoted earlier about the only 20% of the people have taken the additional jabs uh, for the boosters, it tells me that most Americans are, are, are completely done with this. They're done. But the official side trip on this, I just got back from a road trip and saw a lot of uh, posters, well, not posters, they're billboards, you would be shocked at how many local governments are still promoting the idea you get the jab, you're saving your grandma or something like that, you know. Uh, show yeah. you love your fellow man. It's just a, they're still playing well, the game. And even, even the mask lies have been exposed for what they are. They're totally and completely bogus and ridiculous. Tom, do you think we're going to have the truth on this come out? Do you think our efforts are going to be enough, or do you think they're going to be able to literally pull off this uh, abusive, lie-based tyranny? Uh, and if we don't pull it off, I'm telling you right now, the next go-round is going to be ten times worse, a thousand times worse. If there was a real illness uh, or something that they managed to unleash on us, now, literally, I don't, I don't know that if that we could stop the um, what do you want to call it, weaponization of medical care. Yeah, Sam and Scott, I think it's up to the American people. There's a small percentage of us, maybe ten to twenty percent, that are speaking up, speaking out. As Scott said earlier, the the bulk of Americans have decided not to get any more shots, but they are still. A lot of them are staying silent about it. They're embarrassed by their mistake. They don't want to admit they were wrong. Those people have to start voicing out. They have to join the rest of us, and so we can become a majority 
to make sure that this tyranny stops. Yeah, it, Eric Clapton time. is one speaking out now. At least some of the rockers are. Ted Nugent and Eric Clapton and a few people. But, man, we've got to change Donald's trajectory on this, too, though. He keeps doubling down on the line. Somebody's got to wake him up. Sadly, McCarthy and crew aren't doing anything about this at all, though. Yeah, they're going after Hunter Biden's laptop. And, you know, that should have been dealt with a long time ago. They need to go after this. It's a gazillion times bigger issue than even uh, Hunter in bed with the communist Chinese and uh, etc. We have got to focus on this, folks, or I'm telling you right now, the next go round, you ain't seen nothing yet. There's my warning, my prediction. We allow this criminality to stand. And boy, howdy, have we bought the farm going forward because, man, they're going to go for broke next time like you wouldn't believe. And they'll start unleashing real. That's another issue. They said, hey, this wasn't even a lab thing. Now they admit it's probably a lab thing. Then they say, well, it wasn't intentionally released. It was by mistake. I think it was a lab thing and intentionally released. Why do I say that? Because, again, everything they're doing doubles down on this agenda. If they reverse course and apologized or stopped or whatever, I might think, okay, well, maybe this wasn't intended. But when they quadruple down in the face of everything that we now know, it has to be intentional. It's just got to be. Tom, let's leave the final word to you, sir. I just urge all Americans to remember that you're the final line of defense. They can make try to make you do something, but resist. Do not comply. If you think that it's wrong to inject yourself in an experimental drug, don't comply with it. Don't put it in yourselves. Don't put it in your children. I personally think it's absolutely satanic to force this. Um, you know, they've spent forever in the feminist movement saying, your body, you can do what you want. Now, wait, 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 what about my body now? Hold on, Dr. Bradley. This, again, this violates your conscience. This violates everything you hold dear. You remember when they did the uh, Ken Starr fiasco trial on Clinton and they focused on the bimbo. And that's what they're doing with, uh, say, a hundred uh, laptop. Some of the big stuff like this could really, really affect the long-term liberty of our country. And we're being distracted and the people in Congress need to, to focus on it and start bringing these things about. Bring it to closure. We need accountability, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, Tom, for your research, sir. Keep us posted if anything changes. We want to have you back, okay? Thank you, Sam. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. What a bunch of heroes. In my opinion, the work of Tom is incredible. Okay? The work of uh, the millionaire, multimillionaire backer, Steve Kirk, uh, Kirk is incredible. Okay? This is something that we must understand and spread the word about Tom Hobbyland doing a great work okay Dr. Scott Bradley thank you so much for your involvement as well freedomsrisingsun.com is his website God save the Republic of the United States of America